Welcome, everyone, to the Inspire Tomorrow podcast, where we want you to learn to lead with purpose today so that you can inspire tomorrow. I am Joe Lawrence, and I want to thank you for being here with me today. And if you like what you hear, go on over to iTunes after this and subscribe. And I'd love it if you give us a rating. Five stars is the only way to go. But I really want you to be honest and let us know what you think. You can let us know there or at inspiretomorrow at gmail.com. And then a last little plug, feel free to check us out at inspiretomorrow.org. You know, a little while back, I wrote a post for another website on whether or not leaders are born or are they made? That is one of the debates that we have had since the beginning of time whenever it comes to talking about leadership. We always ask, are leaders born or are they made? We see some people who just appear to be a natural leader. The only real explanation in our head that makes sense is that they're born that way. They're born with those gifts. My opinion is that you're not born a leader, you are born maybe with some some circumstances and some life situations that help you develop into a leader. Some of us have those natural personalities that just others seem to, to like. You know, there's those who just have that natural charisma or they're just naturally, you know, very small egos. And it's very easy to trust them. And it's very easy to want to follow them. Some are just genuinely good people who you want to be around and who you just, you would do anything for them. You know, in those cases, I could say, yes, you might be born with those gifts. But to become a true leader takes a lot of work, takes a lot of development, takes a lot of desire to want to get better. So in that case, I'm going to tell you, I, on this end of the debate, I'm going to say with very small exceptions of maybe some personality gifts that you're born with, most leaders, all leaders, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. All leaders are made. That's it. Point blank. But that's, uh, that's good news for all of us because that means that we can become leaders. Now I will say not everyone's meant to lead. However, we all lead in some area of our lives. We may not be meant to be leaders of major organizations, CEOs, presidents. However, all of us can lead to some degree, and we do lead to some degree, whether it's at home, whether it's at work, wherever it is. We are leaders. We all have to lead ourselves. If we weren't leading ourselves, then who knows where we'd end up. So I want to talk a little bit about, before I get into how leaders are made, I want to give a little bit of background. I want to talk about training and education. I know they seemingly don't have anything to do with leadership, but just hear me out. Training is the how to do something. So when we get trained on how to do something for work, we go in there and they have a little checklist. You do step one, step two, step three. When you do these things, you get this outcome. If this outcome doesn't happen, try this. Training is step-by-step. It's a task. It's something that we are doing. It is a singular type event or action. Education is the why. It's the theory. The why behind that checklist that we just did. It might be if that checklist is for ringing out somebody at a restaurant, working at cash register or something of the sort. The why 
or education behind it might be how the cash register works. It might be the the theory behind it, money that comes in and goes out, and the importance of what we're doing. That is the why. So the training is how to use a cash register. The education is why it matters and what actually goes into a transaction. But what happens is over time, we repeat this cycle of training and education. And as we repeat that cycle, that gives us experience. We learn how the whys and the hows, how they come together and how they intermingle. And eventually, we can use that that knowledge and that experience in other areas to do things that are good for the organization. We can advance. We can make it better. We could do things outside of the box. But we can't do that until we have training and education. Just like going back to driving a car. If you remember, maybe you're better than me, but I know when I first started driving cars, I was so paranoid. I'd get in and I had a little checklist I did. Put on the seatbelt. Check the mirrors. Is my seat adjusted properly? Make sure I got the good tape in the cassette deck. You know what I mean? Also, making sure everything else is good. And then I remember getting on the street, you know, turn signal, brake. Sometimes I would have to think about which one was the brake and the gas when I first started. Oop, it's raining. How do I turn on these these uh, windshield wipers? You know, these are all things that come second nature to us now. But when we first began driving, it was very, very complicated. We had It was things that we had to think about. Well, now we can hop in any car and get going. You know, we have that experience behind the wheel and we have that education and that training throughout the years that make us better drivers and that make us more comfortable behind the wheel and give us that ability to be good drivers. Leadership is the same way. When we first got into our first leadership position, it was very awkward. We're trying to remember those little things that they taught us maybe in some leadership course or book that we read. You know, oh, make sure we do this with the people. Make sure you tell them thank you. Make sure you're listening. When you're listening, look at them in the eyes. Use good body language. These are all things that try to emulate them and we try to use that training that we received to become better leaders. And if we are doing it the right way, we received education along the way to learn how to do some things better and how to become better leaders. So now we have that training and that education. And again, we're going to get that experience. As things happen, we're going to ask others for help. We're going to gain from their experience. We're going to learn from some of the things that we read about, some of the current events or some skill that we think might benefit Maybe we go out and learn about some new process improvement initiative that the latest research reveals. That's where the education comes in. So again, we have this training and education that are going to give us experience. And over time, if our if we're doing it properly, we're going to be able to widen our scope. We're going to use that experience, training, and education to cast a wider net and to become leaders in bigger areas. And eventually, it's going to appear... As if we were born to lead. There is some research done by a Dr. Gary Uckel, who is an organizational psychologist. He revealed four different areas that are present in good leaders. That is making decisions, influencing others, giving and seeking information, and building relationships. Just by using these four things, 
if we look at it through the training and education lens, we can become very good leaders. Just If you just take a topic, any topic, say trust or respect or public speaking or feedback, you name it. You could take any topic and run it through that filter, through one of those four things. So what I like to do is, for example, one week I chose recognition. I'm a firm believer that you get what you reward. The behaviors that you recognize are the behaviors that you're going to have repeated within your organization. So one week I just decided to choose recognition. And so I went around as I'm having conversations. Just as like when you read a book or you watch a movie, you find a way to try to work that into the conversation. If you go into a conversation with something on the back of your mind, something that's top of mind, you're going to find a way to work it in. You know, we might be talking about some of the most menial things and they, one of your teammates can describe how somebody did something great. You can ask, oh, hey, do you recognize him for that? And then at that point, you can help them make a decision. You could teach them how to influence that person through the use of recognition. You could simply educate them on different ways to show recognition, that giving, seeking information. You can show them how recognition will build those relationships of trust. There are a thousand different ways you can implement one of those four things with any topic. I know because I've done it for several years now. And every single time I've chosen a topic for a week, I have found ways to work in one of those four things without fail. And I know you could do the same. Over time, you keep doing that. That is how you train on how to be a leader by using one of those four methods. And then you gain some education on an area maybe that you feel a little bit weak, you feel a little bit weak on, and you take that education, you determine how you're going to train your team, and eventually you're going to gain some experience. And that experience will end up becoming second nature, just like when you got behind the wheel of that car, it will all finally make sense. And things will start to click. That training and education will become that experience, and you will be able to take that and become a great leader. And other people are going to look at you and be like, wow, how do they do that so seamlessly? They must be born with this ability. They must be born a leader, even though that's what they think. You and I know the truth, and eventually we could teach them the truth as well. And if you want to keep learning some more truths, and you want to keep learning from us, make sure you hit subscribe at iTunes. And again, Thank you so much for listening to the Inspire Tomorrow podcast. We hope you enjoy what you're hearing. And if you want to hear more, go to inspiretomorrow.org slash podcast. And you can see some of our other episodes. Until next week, thank you very much.